0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is The New Tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. All right, coming to you as usual from the studios of the Factual Data Creations Facility, Hey, are you so progressive and so woke? But even though you kept screaming about science during the pandemic, you aren't trusting it now. Well, it seems a bunch of people don't want to let go of the COVID restrictions, even though science is telling them to do so. TheAtlantic.com has a article about this. Well, I hope no one gets hit by debris from the CCP rocket, which is falling uncontrolled back to Earth as I record this. This is the second time this particular type of rocket has fallen back to Earth uncontrolled. It must be a feature of this model and just proves to me that the CCP couldn't care less about what effect their carelessness has on other people. COVID-19, anybody? China! Well, I'll be working this and next weekend, so these episodes will be short and hopefully sweet. I'm sure that'll be a relief for a lot of people. Tech News Oh, really wasn't much tech news out there, at least any news that was interesting to me. HP, Hewlett-Packard, has released a new all-in-one desktop computer called the Elite One 800 G8. Geez, you think the company's marketing department would have had some input on the name here, but I guess not. The design is just a little bit reminiscent of an iMac. It's a beautiful piece of hardware, and I would love to buy this thing just to put Linux on it. Now well, that's not going to happen, though. The computer features AI, which can sense where you are and lock the computer when you leave and unlock it when you come back. Well, if you're a Windows user and liked this a form factor, this is definitely worth a look. Well, there's yet another cryptocurrency in town. This one created by the inventor of BitTorrent. It's called Chia and uses hard drive storage space instead of computing power to mine for coin. This is more environmentally sound, but will probably cause hard drive prices to skyrocket. We'll just have to wait and see. Tech I'm using. Again, I don't have any real new tech to report on. I'm enjoying my new Forerunner, though. I miss some of the amenities of the Highlander I traded in for it. The Highlander had a roomier interior, a smoother ride, and better controls for things like heating and air conditioning and other little things. The Forerunner has just the basics, and as one review of the SUV stated, if you had to pick just one vehicle for the apocalypse, the Forerunner would be the best choice. Well, it's good enough for me. Apple CarPlay is convenient, but not an essential piece of tech. My particular Forerunner model has built in navigation, and that's the biggest advantage of CarPlay. That is, if you don't have built-in navigation, you can use whatever navigation app is on your phone. The same goes for Android Auto. Otherwise, you could just use the car's built-in navigation and connect your phone via Bluetooth. You'll be able to make and answer calls and receive and send text messages using Toyota's Entune or whatever car manufacturer system you have. And speaking of Apple CarPlay, I started having problems with it upon updating my iPhone to the latest iOS beta which is 14.6. When you request Siri to read your text messages, the audio you're currently listening to is cut off, as it should be, but you don't hear the contents of the text message. Siri will then ask you if you want to reply. If you say yes, you dictate your message, and again, your current audio is cut off when she's supposed to be reading that message back to you, but you can't hear her. The same thing happens using Apple Maps, too. Until this is fixed by Apple, I might just go back to using the car's built-in system. Entertainment News The Internet Movie Database, better known as IMDB. What started out as a simple list of actresses with attractive eyes on Usenet, look that up if you don't know what Usenet is, was called Those Eyes, and eventually evolved into a movie database with storage donated by universities. Amazon bought them back in 2019, I think, and now have an ad-supported streaming video service called IMDB-TV. You know, there's a lot of such services out there, but IMDB-TV is taking a note from the old Sony Crackle service, and it's developing its own original content. I enjoyed Sony Crackle back in what's now called the day, the day being between 2009 and 2014 in this instance, Original shows like The Bannon Way, Cleaners, and The Art of More were really good shows. Unfortunately, Sony sold the service last December after seemingly losing interest in the channel for some reason after 2015. It was too bad. They were ahead of their time. IMDb TV is bringing back a show that used to be on TNT called Leverage. It will be called Leverage Redemption in this incarnation. It looks like they got most of the actors back from the original series, except for Timothy Hunt. And too bad, he was the lead. Anyway, I'm looking forward to this and other shows coming to the channel, like a new series based on the Amazon original series, Bosch, which is ending this current season. You know, more more choices are good. As I've said before, all these services like Tubi, Pluto TV, and now IMDB TV would have saved me a lot of cash back when I was a young man and had a young family. I spent far too much money on cable television back then. These days, if I was just starting off, yeah, I know I've discussed this in the past, but I'm an old fart. Give me my moment. I'd get the best internet service I could afford, a Chromebook with the most memory and best screen I could afford, the biggest external hard drive I could afford, and a mid-range Pixel phone and Pixel Buds. The combination of the Chromebook and Pixel phone would guarantee me SMS and phone on the computer, Google Messages with RCS brings iMessage like texting and the integration with Google's video chat service Duo gives you a FaceTime equivalent. I'd use Google Docs, Gmail, etc. instead of laying out big money for Microsoft products or cloud services. If needed, I'd pay for storage on Google Drive. Heck, I might have to do this. It all depends on how my impending retirement goes. I might just have to just sell all my Apple stuff. podcast news hey is joe rogan canceled yet i'm just asking for a friend well nothing newsworthy this week in the world of podcasting besides the continued announcements of celebrity hosted shows backed by big networks or scripted shows from those same outfits i find myself listening to no agenda the michael savage show who are these podcasts and podland during my commutes i also listen to dia connections when they release a new episode What have you been listening to? Any recommendations for me? Story time. Sort of. Hey, I'm writing a novel. I've been working on it for 15 years now. Will I ever complete it to my satisfaction? Probably not. I've written and rebooted so many times now that this time around, I'm just going to write the darn thing and edit it later. On work weekends, I'll read you a chapter. Be gentle. These will be first drafts. The working title for the novel is Harry Minxed Lockdown. Harry is the protagonist of the story. He's an old guy reaching the end of his career with the government, but also works for a super secret intel organization. Here's the first chapter. Old comrades never leave. Harry Minx sat in the rundown break room at his place of employment. The garish, fluorescent lighting highlighted the dirt on the walls, table, and floor. He and his four fellow co-workers' presence here was at the behest of the rotund, whiny voice supervisor, now giving a speech on what to do and what not to do while on duty. Every sentence that emanated from the supervisor's mouth equaled more of a delay until they could finally go home. The captive audience shifted uncomfortably in their seats, not really hearing anything being said. It continued that way until the word COVID dribbled out of their superior's mouth. That word caught the attention of Harry. Now, I'm sure you've been hearing a lot about this virus on the news. From what I'm hearing from management is that unless you're older, even older than Harry over there, the supervisor paused for effect, you have nothing to worry about. This is just like the common flu. Not getting the response he expected, the supervisor dismissed his charges with a wave of the hand as he exited the room, thinking to himself, These overnight people are brain dead. All but Harry stood up and quickly left, falling out of the room and making a quick right, which would take them out the side door of the building, that door being closest to the parking lot and their vehicles. Instead of following them, Harry sat and thought about that last bit of the supervisor's speech, Nothing to worry about, just like the flu, hmm. Harry was indeed older than the rest of his shift mates near the end of his career, but that also meant that he had heard speeches like this before, telling you not to worry about something. In his substantial experience, first in the military and now at this organization, this meant that you really should worry, and worry a lot. His guess was that this mystery virus from China was about to explode here in the United States. After packing this all into the recesses of his mind for later recall, he too left the room and made the same turn as his fellow workers had done before him. Instead of taking the first door he came to, he walked further down and took the back door. It was less convenient, but sometimes the lack of convenience is what Harry preferred. As he neared his car, Harry started smelling the odor of cigarette smoke. He then saw a man leaning against his vehicle, puffing away. Instinctively, Harry moved his right elbow to his hip, on which sat his duty weapon, a Glock 9mm pistol. Just feeling its pet presence there had a comforting effect on him. As he closed the distance between the man and himself, Harry recognized who it was. It was old Joe Einarelli? Super Joe was his nickname. What was he doing here? He retired a couple of years ago. Upon arriving at his vehicle, Harry waited until Joe acknowledged him. He knew the man realized he was there. Joe took a final drag from his cigarette, flicked it off into the parking lot, and burst into a coughing fit. You know those things are going to kill you, Joe. I thought you quit. "Ah, Too late, kid. I'm a dead man walking. The doc gives me about three months. Joe's voice was raspier than Harry remembered. I might as well enjoy what I can before the light's out. Then why are you here leaning against my car on this chilly morning? Harry asked. A small grin appeared on old Joe's face. Business, kid. Business. Joe's response froze Harry's thoughts momentarily. After a few seconds, Harry asked, What kind of business, Joe? Harry had the feeling that he already knew the answer to that question. Reaching into his jacket pocket, Joe pulled out a battered pack of cigarettes. Shaking a cigarette loose and placing it into his mouth in one smooth motion, a move perfected from years of smoking, no doubt, he gave pause and said, Kid... They want you to turn on the phone they gave you. That's all they told me. Tell him to turn on the phone. They were a secret intel outfit. So secret, most people who worked for them didn't even know their official name, and that included Harry. Okay, Joe, I will. After putting away the cigarette pack and producing a lighter, Joe lit the cigarette and and inhaled the smoke deeply. He then went into another coughing fit. Upon recovering, he asked, Do you have the phone with you, kid? They want me to see you turn it on. No, Joe, I keep it buried in a closet at home, along with other stuff I don't want or need. Ah, fair enough, kid. I'll let them know. But make sure you turn it on when you get home, though. If you don't, they'll send one of those new guys. They're real thugs, no class or finesse like we have. I will, Joe, promise. I wouldn't want to wind up hurting one of those new guys, would I? <laughs> I expect you wouldn't, but if you had to, you'd probably feel some satisfaction, no? Probably, Joe, followed by a period of remorse. Hey, when you're not busy, give me a call. My number's still the same. We can go out and get a couple of beers. My treat. Hey, definitely, kid. Let's do it. Would be nice to talk about old times and old-timers like us, and not too many around these days. Looking a little sad, like he had just remembered something he shouldn't have forgotten, Super Joe turned and walked towards a battered old Toyota Corolla, the same car he'd been driving since Harry first met him some 15 years ago. Climbing into the driver's seat while trying to hide the obvious pain he was in, Joe looked at Harry and gave a a wave. The engine started on a third attempt and the Toyota slowly gained speed while exiting the parking lot. As Harry stood there watching the car's taillights fade from view, He had the feeling that this would probably be the last time he would see old Joe. That thought lingered, triggering a sense of melancholy which enveloped him, freezing him in that moment. Eventually breaking free from the spell, Harry climbed into his car and started it up. He'd use the 30 minutes or more of his commute home to think about what his next move would be. Time for a short rant. I thought the COVID porn was over and we were well into the vaccination or jab porn phase of the pandemic. Well, again, I was wrong. There's one more enemy to conquer and that seems to be Prime Minister Modi over there in India. Trump and Mr. Modi were allies during Trump's tenure and they used the COVID, they politicized it to get Trump out, fired. and it worked pretty good. So I guess that being that Modi was his ally against uh, the CCP and China. the globalists in general, they decided to one more sh- reload and do one more shot of this COVID porn and get him out too, using the same tactics. By those tactics, I mean, you know, mass funerals, uh, hospitals overrun, deplorable conditions, the same things they did even here in New York, and most of those things were discounted. Another thing is, well, at least this time, they're not—they're uh, not calling for ventilators, because what I'm hearing is all those ventilators that was procured, because that's what they needed, and were manufactured. They're just throwing them out. There's reports, and I think videos around YouTube, of showing these things just being thrown out in, in junkyards, not even open these ventilators. So that's food for thought. Hey, you know the one thing this pandemic has taught me is to question everything you see on the news or hear from mass media, because you don't know what these people, what their agenda is, and I'm tired of it. also have one question for this uh, yeah. science community out there. Now, being that the common cold and the flu, amongst other viruses, are COVID viruses, does the COVID-19 virus vaccination that I just got and other people are getting in mass here, will that protect you from the common cold and the flu? some reason I don't think so because that would be bad for business well episode 78 is a wrap hope you enjoyed this episode I enjoyed making it for you if you feel so inclined drop me a line at ofntpodcast at gmail.com tell me what you liked and disliked about the show I would love to hear from you now, I'm going to wrap this thing up. So remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. So, and I have to go to work, why don't you do me a favor and get off my lawn. I'm out. I'll see you sometime next week. And that's a promise. Take care. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.